What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast, episode seven. And I am here with, I'm just not going to say any names and, and let uh, my co-host introduce us as whatever he's feeling today. It's Bucky and it's Diamond. It's Kevin and, it's and Jason. <laughs> and it's Midnight Terror. Yeah, buddy. Episode seven of the Midnight Terrors podcast. I hope that... Uh, Everybody listening out there has enjoyed the first six episodes. Uh, as we're recording this, we just dropped episode six on From Dust Till Dawn yesterday. And uh, Jason, I feel like that was a fun one. Yeah, it was a very fun one. And I hope everybody I hope everybody liked it. Uh, again, one of my favorite movies. Uh, and in the horror realm, it's uh, one of the... One of the best, just random, crazy, horrific, just, it's just a fun movie. Um, so, yeah, dude. Um, that was a good, that was a good one to talk about. Yeah, dude. Yeah. From dusk till dawn. I mean, what a, what a crazy experience that was, uh, me seeing that for the first time. Um, and all I've done is, is talk about it to other people that haven't seen it. Cause believe it or not, there are other people in the world besides me that have not seen it. So if you're listening to this and you've never seen from dusk till dawn, go check that bad boy out. Now, Jason, well, hopefully, hopefully if you got to see it blind, um, not actually knowing dream what come was, true right there. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, uh, when, when you actually figure out what's happening or um when the shoe drops uh it's a it's a pretty amazing experience yeah, um dude. it's it's totally two different movies um it and it's fantastic and it so, juggles it so well too the the fact that it's two different movies yeah it does um and uh yeah I'm, the, the first half is tarantino <laughs> yeah very second. much tarantino Second half is Rodriguez. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm sure we probably gave everything away on the last episode, but Yeah, we definitely way. we definitely did a deep dive. Um yeah. and I guess I probably should have said that on the episodes earlier. If we're gonna talk movies, we are gonna I think it's a given we're gonna dive in heavy, heavy, heavy detail on the plots. Um so if you haven't seen a movie that we're going to touch on, I would recommend probably watching it first because most likely we're going to do a deep dive into it. I think Hunger, we kept it mostly spoiler-free. Um, yeah, I tried to. Yeah, but going forward, I would definitely uh, recommend checking them out before you listen to us. It just makes it more fun. It's it's easier for us to kind of let loose and really dissect the movie and, and have fun talking about it when we don't have to to hold anything back, you know? So Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jason, we so we're talking about From Dust Till Dawn and how that was a favorite movie of yours. I feel like this episode that we're going to do right now, if that's just a favorite of yours, I feel like this is something that you live and breathe when it comes we're to gonna your love of horror. Boy. We're going to hit the big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Because if you guys can tell from the title, we are talking about the Evil Dead franchise. I and mean, we're easily <laughs> we're easily going to dive into every iteration 
Yes, um, and and I'm saying it goes all over the place. Yeah, and I'm saying you know as you can tell from the title, I don't actually know what we're gonna call this yet, but I know that for a fact it's not gonna be Evil Dead movie discussion or Evil Dead video games or anything or Ash versus Evil Dead. We're just gonna fanboy out about the whole franchise because I mean this. There's not enough good things in the world that can be said about this franchise. Yeah, you can just you can just evil dead it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need a we need a shirt that says that if we ever start selling merch. Just we, evil dead it. <laughs> yeah, we need <laughs> we need a shirt that says on the front like just evil dead it and then Midnight Terrors podcast at the on the back or on the bottom or something. Uh <laughs> But I, think I mean, that's the best top of my head thing that I've ever said. Just, just evil dead. It. <laughs> I hope you continue to use that um, when we're. So basically, we're gonna let's clarify. So when you're just evil deading something, that is you just fanboying and talking about everything in the franchise. Yeah, because there's there's so many iterations. Yeah. Um, between like, I mean, they have mobile games. <laughs> uh, they have you know movies there's there was a playstation one game i mean there was there was a ton of stuff that was behind i think it. there was a broadway show too at one point wasn't there yeah yeah there evil dead was. the musical yeah. or something like that yeah sure was man i would love to to go to that i heard it was so gory <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> well you can't you can't do Evil Dead without the gore. No. Like, it's it's got to be, like, the whole point of Evil Dead is being as gory as possible. Yeah. So, I kind of, I think, uh, as we dive in here to this franchise, um, like I said, everybody, we're just going to dive in and just talk about uh, anything and everything that comes to our mind around this franchise, because this, this franchise is just so much fun and is easily one of the greatest horror franchises in history. Um and so I kind of want to just take a look back real quick and kind of touch on what both of our backgrounds are uh, as fans of Evil Dead. So, Jason, this was a franchise that you introduced me to. I, I didn't watch it with you for the first time, but this was a franchise that you told me about for years before I finally watched it back in like 2012 or something. Um, so what is, what is your, uh, history, your background with Evil Dead? How did you come across this? Yeah, my introduction to it, and I talked about it in episode one, um, I just had my friends, uh, and my buddy that worked at Blockbuster that could basically just get whatever we wanted, and he brought home, uh, the Evil Dead, and we watched it. And it was in the afternoon, like it wasn't, <laughs> you know, we were watching it like, you know, two o'clock. Um, and uh, it still scared the crap out of me. Um, oh, that's right. You said that this was one of the earlier movies to scare you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Understandably so, too. I just rewatched the first Evil Dead uh, with someone who hasn't seen the whole franchise yet, but um, after I got back from Carolina Fear Fest, uh, my mom actually went with me uh, to that, and we saw a Lady Ash cosplaying um, person walking around, and I was explaining what what that character was, so I came back and I got her to watch the first um, 
Evil Dead and, you know, say what you will about how low budget it is. It's the first Evil Dead, the Evil Dead is truly um, a very well made horror movie and definitely has its scary moments. Well, was the the cosplay uh, person, was she wearing the um, wearing the chainsaw arm or? Uh, Yes. Okay. Yeah, it um it it did a lot to me. Um the the effects are interesting. Um they did a lot with what they had. Uh and it it, it did terrify me. Yeah. Um, it, uh, you know, I didn't think it would, but <laughs> as, 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 as much as you look at it now, um, or looking at it then, now, when I was looking at it at the time, it scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, going back and looking at it now, uh, it it still kind of does. Yeah, uh, it's still the first Evil Dead is still um, is still pretty terrifying at at, por- at parts. <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, you know again practical effects, and they they only made the movie off of you know, a few thousand dollars, like they, yep. they didn't have a big budget or anything. Um, but you know, with what they had, they did a great job. Um, especially with, uh, old girl in the basement. Like, Oh man, such an push, iconic scene. Yeah. Trying to push the chains up and then she starts singing yeah, I would say honestly, um, as corny as it is, one of because corny doesn't necessarily to me mean that it's not scary or it's not doing its job. It just means there's a little more like tongue in cheek to it. But tongue in cheek can absolutely still be terrifying. And and I feel like one of the creepiest moments in horror history is the first girl um, to get possessed when they're playing cards and she just starts reading off all the all the card names yeah. and like before Basically, they're even two diamonds. Yeah. Before yeah, they're yeah, even yeah. flipping the card over, she knows what card it is. And then she, her voice slowly changes and she turns around and is possessed. Um, it's such a good reveal of, of the first deadite. Yeah, it is. Um, and one of the weird things too, that is very effective Sorry. Um, <laughs> no worries. One of the weird things that's effective is um, the eyes, like yeah, uh, yeah, the milk, the, the milky white eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah whiten the eyes out, and then she starts going all manic, and of course she's floating at the time. 
Yeah. Um, the and I just always think back of um, it's such a little thing, but I always remember the first deadite line is uh, well, not the first deadite line, but the first thing it says after it reveals itself is, uh, "Why have you awakened us from our ancient slumber?" Her mouth is not moving when that voice is coming out, and she is just slowly like rolling and twisting her head. Um, yeah. and like her, her neck has just gone limp and her head's just spinning, but her mouth isn't moving with what's being said. It is so unsettling. Absolutely. Um, so you, the, so, so going in to the Evil Dead franchise, so you started with number one then, correct? You watched them in sequential order? Yeah, I watched, yeah, I watched one, um, and one you know, again, scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Um, and it was a different movie. Like I, it, it did scare me cause I watched it very young. So how, um, how old were you when you watched it? Cause I know this movie came out in 1981. So how, how old were yeah, you? Yeah, I was, I was probably, I was probably 13. So I watched it, you know, way after. Oh, wow. There. Yeah. Um, and it was one, like I had never heard of it. Uh, just, okay, because I was going to ask you if you had heard what the what the reputation of the movie was by this point in its uh, in its lifespan. No, it was just it was just my buddy just going, "Hey, like I found this movie, let's watch it." And I was like, "All there right, go cool." <laughs> um, but yeah, and 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 it did scare the crap out of me, and. Um, so did you wait a little while before you went to, uh, Evil Dead 2? Uh, yeah, and I think Evil Dead 2 might have been out by the time I watched it. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think, I just looked at it earlier, I think Evil Dead 2 was 1987, uh, so it was, which shocked me too. I didn't realize how much of a gap there was between the first one and the second one. Yeah, so I probably did um, watch it. Like, I'm thinking it was like a couple years. No, not a couple years later. Um, it was probably a couple months later. Um, okay. But Evil Dead 2. Um, it's so good because <laughs> I think that, you know, Sam Raimi and everybody that worked on the first one, um, now the first one was like a passion project for them. Like they were they were really trying to make like a good horror movie. Yeah. They were trying which, to make a, a scary horror movie for sure. Which, which they did. Um, yeah, I agree. I think they succeeded. Um, especially with the super low budget that they had, but with the low budget that they had, it, you know, a lot of stuff came off cheesy and so when you get into Evil Dead 2, they were like, you know, there are some cheesy parts of this, and it kind of looks cheesy, and let's let's lean into it. Yeah, let's play it up. 
Yeah, and they did, and that's that's where Evil do Evil Dead Two hits, and <laughs> Evil Dude Two, Evil Dude Two. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an awesome spinoff. <laughs> um, but no, like when Evil Dead Two came out, um, and I watched that. I mean, uh, it was it was so good even though it's like it's it's kind of a remake of the first one yeah i was actually googling that before we jumped on to record because i've always like i was really thrown off so just just to go into a little segue about um my history with evil dead because it's a good uh tie-in to how you were talking about the the cheesiness was you told me about evil dead for years and years and years and i saw um, I think you had a like a poster or something of of that cover of the original Evil Dead with the girl coming out of the ground and the hands grabbing her. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I saw that and I remember talking to you about it, <clears throat> and you told me it's like, oh, it's a classic horror movie. It's super cheesy. Um, you should watch it. And if anybody listened to uh, From Dust Till Dawn, our episode on that, uh, you would know by now that ninety percent of the time when Jason said says watch something. It takes me a long time to get to it. Uh, So I put off Evil Dead for... Jeez, by the time I watched it, I must have known you for like seven years. Yeah. Um, So I finally watched it in 2012, and uh, shamefully, I will admit, I didn't like it the first time I saw Evil Dead. I had never seen... Bear in mind, like my love for horror started in the early 2000s, where pretty much every horror movie coming out that I knew of was like super big budget. You know, we didn't have campy movies anymore. It was all super, super serious and pretty high budget, honestly. Um, so I had never seen anything like that, say for Friday the 13th, but Friday the 13th had more of a budget than the evil dead did. Um, so I watched evil dead one and two, in the same night with uh, with some friends, and I, I didn't like it. I hated it <laughs> at first. I'll admit, I was so caught off guard by why that movie was so beloved. I didn't understand it. I didn't get the humor in it. I just, I didn't like it. And then um, what honestly got me to come back to it months later was the 2013 remake, which we will absolutely touch on here shortly in this episode, um, what's it 2013 2013 almost 10 years ago jeez isn't that crazy it was april 2013 yeah. um yeah sorry i'm i'm distracted my dog is wrestling with my duffel bag <laughs> <laughs> sorry but uh so yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought that remake was way more recent than that no but, 20 yeah. 2013 man april 2013 um which is just insane that it's been that long um but so when I saw that that was coming out, I actually bought all the Evil Deads on on DVD because the remake looks so good. So I'm like, let me, there's something I didn't get here. Um, and that happens sometimes, you know, quite a bit with me. There will be movies I don't really get. Uh, maybe not quite right. a bit, but every so often there's a movie that I'll watch that I don't get why people like it so much or I don't understand it well enough to like it or appreciate it. And then I'll go back and... And revisit it and then really like it, sure. which would be a really fun episode idea to do movies that took us a viewing or two to get into. Yeah. Um, 
so then I went back and I watched um, the Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness all together, and I was so hyped for the remake by that point because then I got it. Now knowing what to expect, um, and knowing the movies that it inspired, like Drag Me to Hell, because I saw Drag Me to Hell way before I saw Evil Dead. Um, yeah. and kind of knowing that that's where that all stemmed from, <clears throat> uh, that's when I really fell in love with the evil dead franchise. Um, I did not see the remake in theaters, but I did finally see the remake and we'll touch on it, but easily one of my favorite horror movies is, is that remake. Um, but yeah, so you were talking about the, <clears throat> the campiness and, uh, you know, again, talking about doing a lot with the little, that's, that's the definitive doing a lot with the little is the evil dead franchise. Yeah. It, it took them, um, I don't want to say how many years cause I don't remember exactly. Sure. Um, but it took them cause Sam Raimi and his friends that helped with it were film students and it was like uh an early film project that they were working on um mm -hmm. and i want to say it took them don't quote me but i want to say it took them like five years or so <laughs> i'm not i i won't quote to, you i don't know either <laughs> yeah to finally to finally get it done. Yeah, listeners, um, don't jump down our throats either. We <laughs> we're we're doing yeah. our best here. It's a lot to to remember, <laughs> so no yeah. worries. But um, yeah, but no, I, I I definitely remember hearing um probably Bruce Cram Bruce Cramble Bruce Campbell talking about it, saying that it definitely was a bit of a process getting it getting it made. Yeah, it was. I and uh, I'm pretty sure they had to go back on several different occasions. Um, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Once it got picked up know, by a studio, they probably had to do a ton yeah, of reshoots and, and editing yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I can believe that. And yeah. so you were talking about how evil dead two is, is kind of a remake of the first one. So that's what I was Googling before my segue. Um, what I was trying to say is that I was Googling that to see, had that ever been addressed by Sam Raimi um, or Bruce Campbell, and one article I found said, Bruce Campbell finally answers the the big question. He didn't, really. <laughs> he no, said, no. well, it's both. It's uh, If anything, it's a requel, which is a term we hear a lot more um, nowadays, especially yeah. with stuff like Halloween and the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but yeah, I remember being super caught off guard by Evil Dead 2, being like, wait, he's just going... Like, Ash is just going back to the cabin with his girlfriend, but, like, the other friends yeah. aren't there. Like, did, yeah, like, did we see this before. Yeah, so, um, I th so I thought that it was just a flashback, and essentially it is, though. That's where the sequel part comes in, is that it's kind of a, a, a flashback retelling of the original, and then they pick up with the rest of the night at the cabin. Right. Which so, is great. Oh, yeah, I think it's genius. Um, because it's, uh, like, you know, they left the movie, the original off with, uh, just the, 
the evil or the deadites like hitting him, like driving. That's him right. The it's that POV shot coming like from the cellar yeah. out of the the front door of the cabin and running up on him, and he screams, and it cuts to black. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, awesome ending, and, and yeah, and then Evil Dead Two, we see the opening again, but it's like it's different because a bunch of the people aren't there anymore. Um, and it's Ash and his girlfriend going up there. So it's like a retelling, but then the later half of the movie is, is where the sequel comes in and it's just Ash now having to face off against the deadites. But this is where the comedy really comes into play. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's a big piece of it is after watching the original, um, and, the directors and the actors and everything too, they were like, okay, like the first one, you know, we were trying to make a scary movie and I think they succeeded. Like, absolutely. It, it, was, it was pretty scary. Um, especially if you're watching it at a young age. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> that would have terrified me if I saw that at 10 or yeah. 11 or something like that. <laughs> But then they're looking at it, and they're going, you know what? And I don't even know how many years it was in between um, one and two. Yeah, I think, like I said earlier, I think it was about six years. Yeah, they were looking at it, and you know what? Like, this is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Well, I wonder, yeah, I wonder, too, if part of the decision to do that was part of it being the budget, but also if you think about it, by the time we got from 1981 to 1986 or 87, when it came out, horror had changed dramatically. Like the nightmare on Elm street movies had just started a few years prior to evil dead Two, But by that point we were headed for, or had just gotten to dream warriors territory, which is very horror comedy in itself. Um, True. And so I wonder if that could have been an influence on it as well, that like we know that there's a cheeky part to this this story, like let's just play up on that and make the Deadites funny. Um, thus we get iconic scenes like where Bruce Campbell goes to sit down after a long uh, battle of sorts and the chair breaks and all of the stuff in the cabin just start laughing at him. Oh yeah, the 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 deer on the wall <laughs> laughing on him. And the lamps like moving their head around oh, and he oh, just when they're dancing together. <laughs> yeah. And like they're everything like... in the house or everything in the cabin is laughing and he just like does a little jump up and down with them. Yeah. And at the same time it's driving him freaking nuts. Yeah, it's like, like it's weirdly he's... darkly funny because it's him losing his sanity. But it's right. but it's played for for humor. Right. You know, and and obviously other movies have have definitely taken a liking to that method, and we've gotten a lot of horror comedies um, that play it to where it's like it's dark, but it's funny. <laughs> you know, yeah. Exactly. Like obviously another Sam Raimi classic, like I mentioned earlier, Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Um, or, um, I mean, one movie that in the horror community is very well loved, but it does not get talked about nearly enough in the mainstream Tucker and Dale versus evil. Absolutely. I mean, 
what a <laughs> that is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it's great. And and in Evil Dead, like when he's when he's dancing along with the lamp and the the deer's laughing at him and he's he's laughing at first but then his laugh goes from a, like a genuine laugh to like manic like yeah he's losing it like yeah and he's he's <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> he's not necessarily enjoying it at first no. but he's just laughing and then when everything else like the little the lamp starts playing with him and when he starts doing the up and yep. down with it and everything like you know he's losing his effing mind yeah and um, by the way showing that moment to uh, a person that hasn't seen evil dead and showing that moment to them out of context <laughs> is very bizarre to them yeah uh because before i got my mom to watch the first evil dead i just showed her that whenever scene. yeah whenever i tell her to watch a horror movie she's usually nervous about it right um, and so like i was like no 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 these have a completely different tone. If you don't believe me, just watch this one scene. And I showed her that scene where Bruce Campbell's chair breaks and all of the items in the house start laughing at him and he just joins in. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's great. But, I, you know, again, I feel like The Evil Dead was definitely a game changer, but Evil Dead 2 is the one everybody goes back to for, like, the staple of horror comedy. So we got, you know, Tucker and Dale versus evil. We got drag me to hell, but, um, we also got, uh, deathgasm definitely inspired by evil dead. Yeah. And, uh, I've never seen it, but apparently that show, uh, Todd in the book of pure evil was very evil dead. Um, and, uh, most recently, uh, studio six, six, six with the Foo Fighters. Oh, I need to watch that, man. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's one of my favorite movies of of this year. Easily an underrated movie from this year. I've heard it's great. It is so funny. <laughs> it is I love seeing all the Foo Fighters play themselves in this horror uh, scenario. It is so funny. And I love Dave Grohl and you know, I that's just like a perfect movie for me, just uh, music, Dave Kroll. Yes. And, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it's right up your alley. It's made for you. And side note, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins, man. What a, what a drummer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. God bless you, brother. We miss you. Um, so what's your, um, what's your take? Because evil dead Two, I think is, is, probably my favorite okay um and i well i don't know the series is really good and i know you haven't watched it um yeah ash versus evil dead unfortunately i have not seen it yet but it, it is on my watch list um you know i know it's on like netflix or something as we're recording this but i actually bought the blu-ray set too to just to make sure i could get yeah. to it um yeah it's fantastic yeah but um so 
um, Army of Darkness, though, too, is uh, another totally different feel. Yeah, and that's and that's one thing I want to point out about the Evil Dead franchise and why it's so much fun is you never get the same thing twice, ever. Yeah, in this franchise, like every movie is so different. Like even we're talking about Evil Dead Two and how it's kind of a, a remake. Um, of the first one, but it's it's so heavy into that comedy territory that it's very different from the first one. Like yeah, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two is very. Um, when I watched it the first time, um, I was all I could think about was um, like Three Stooges. It's like that yeah. kind of comedy. Like, yeah, and then they absolutely turn it up to eleven when we got to Army of Darkness. Right. And, you know, to touch on that real brief before before we get into kind of what our favorites are, um, your take on Army of Darkness, were you completely blindsided by it when you got to that third entry, or was it just instant enjoyment and appreciation of it for you? Um, no, I was... I, it was completely different. Um... Well, because I feel it's like not, I feel like Army of Darkness. Was, it's not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, I feel like Army of Darkness is almost completely leaves the world of horror behind, even though the Deadites are still there. But right. it's almost like a like a fantasy comedy, right? And that I mean that's where he refers to the shotgun as the boomstick, right? Of course. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, by the way, side note, because I can never remember which movie does he first say groovy in. Um, is that Evil Dead, Dead 2. 2 or Army of Darkness? Yeah, it's Evil Dead 2 because he um, uh, he puts on the uh, chainsaw arm and then he saws off the shotgun. And when he saws off the shotgun, he says groovy. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So there's there's iconic moments in pretty much every single Evil Dead movie then at that point. Yeah. Um and and I think he may say it too in Army of Darkness cuz they make him like the the glove. Yeah, that's um, right. Or the the metal hand or whatever. I think he might say it then cuz yeah, he then- crushes he crushes like a goblet, like a, a cup. I yeah. think he might say groovy then, too. Gotcha. Um, and then he obviously shows up very very briefly in a in a post credit scene for the remake where he turns to the camera and says groovy. Yeah, says groovy, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I remember... So, Evil... Uh, not Evil. Uh, Army of Darkness is probably the one I've seen the least, but I absolutely love it still. Um but I have to be really in the mood for the comedy aspect to put that one on. Right. Um, but it's still, it's still so good. And it's got like, you know, it's time travel. It's, um, you know, it's fantasy at that point. And it's just mind like, I don't even want to say mindless. It's very clever action. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those, um, where, you know, they, they, stepped away from the horror really yeah absolutely um, but they knew what they were doing like they were trying to make something funny um and yeah for sure 
you know, I I like that part that anytime that they're trying like anytime that it, like a horror franchise or or something like that is trying to like switch gears mm-hmm. to where it's going to be funny or you know whatever it is i i like seeing them know what they're doing yeah absolutely like, cuz you're like yeah you know that they're doing this on purpose mm-hmm. um, yeah they knew they absolutely knew what they were when they got to the 90s uh with army of yeah. darkness exactly. and uh, again talk about an iconic poster that poster for army of darkness might be more iconic than the evil dead 2 poster with the skull um, I just I've seen that Army of Darkness poster like everywhere, oh, yeah. and in the blockbuster days, I saw it everywhere in the horror section. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And again, you know, we're talking about how we got a different version of the Evil Dead every time we got a new iteration. Fast forward to 2013, they absolutely ditch the comedy again, and they go back to the horror roots, but they turn it up to 11 and it is they are absolutely trying to outdo the scares of the first one with the remake yeah the the remake um there was i don't know i felt like i felt like there was a lot of 50 50 with it Mm -hmm. as far as like the fans go or yeah, I haven't um, heard too much of the voice that doesn't like it, but I, I do remember seeing some people say that they didn't like it very much. Yeah, but I, I went into it just with an open mind. Yeah. Um, and Same. I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I also went into it. I knew it was going to be different because I knew that, you know, seeing... Uh, the originals in late 2012 and then going into April, 2013, I was like, okay, they have to modernize, modernize this in some way. Um, and they did (laughs) the deadites are very much updated and the gore, my God (laughs) is the gore just turned up like until the dial is broken for the remake. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, between the the needle and the eye, like getting oh, oh, I always the forget about that part. Stabbed with the needle. Yeah, and the obviously and the the tongue split is a very iconic scene at this point. Yep. Um, my favorite one is absolutely the girl uh, trying to cut off her possessed arm with a turkey baster, <laughs> or no, not turkey yeah, baster, or, a turkey or, saw. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then old girl, when she's trapped under the car, just like, oh, her pulling her, yeah, pulling her tendons apart in her arm to get the reach for the chainsaw. Even when she does get the chainsaw and she like stabs the, the, um, the big baddie in the face and just chainsaws her to death. Yeah. And there is so much blood going on because it's literally raining blood during the final battle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then she chainsaws chainsaws this thing in the face for like a solid 30 seconds. Yeah, which I thought was super appropriate. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's it's raining blood and then (laughs) (laughs) she's tearing that shit apart. Yeah, and Um, and I cannot remember what it's called in 
in the remake, the big baddie at the end, but it's basically a, a demonic deadite version of her. Right. Um, and it's just, it's crawling around the ground cause she like saws its legs off, mm-hmm. uh, from under the car. And that's when it flips the car and it's crawling with no legs towards her. <laughs> then you're like, would you please just rip your hand out and get the chainsaw? Yeah. And then honestly, re- so I just rewatched the Evil Dead remake not too long ago. I forgot too how good the opening scene is. Because if you think back with Evil Dead 1, 2, and Army of Darkness, you don't see the Deadites for like until a little bit later in the movie, at least like 30 minutes in. Um, maybe not 30 minutes, but you know, for the opening, you don't see the Deadites. But at the opening of the remake, it's a guy like got he's got his daughter tied to a stake and he's going to burn her alive to free her from the uh, deadites. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But she's saying, "It's me, daddy, it's me." And then she's like, "Daddy, please." And then it pauses and she goes, "Uh, I will eat your soul, daddy, or I'll rip your soul apart, daddy." Yep. And then it just cuts to when the fire kicks on and it she, now she's possessed. It's incredible. Yeah, I I I forgot about that opening scene too, um, and I have watched it uh, recently. Yeah, and they fake <laughs> you. They fake you out too in the remake as well because um, you're always wondering who's going to be the hero, and the girl that becomes our hero has already been possessed by the deadites. Right, like you know, Ash never got possessed in the first one. Uh, and he becomes the hero, so you're like, oh, he's the only one left. But no, she got she was the first one to get possessed, and then becomes the hero by the end. So they they fake you out and throw some curveballs at you, which I love. But yeah, fantastic uh, remake, and I am slightly sad because I did hear at one point that there was talk of merging that version of Evil Dead with uh, with Bruce Campbell's version to kind of be the end all be all and the end of the Evil Dead franchise. But well, I don't I think thought, I don't think that's what we're getting with uh, the new one that's coming out. Well, I thought let's roll it back a bit. Um, I thought that the hang on, um, the girl getting possessed at the beginning of Evil Dead. The remake. Mm-hmm. I thought that she was someone else. I thought it was his wife. Like Ash's wife? No, not Ash's wife, but the Oh, main- she's um I think she's one of the character's sisters. Okay. Yeah, because they're... I have to look it up real quick. I think it's the drug-addicted sister, the one who's addicted to heroin. Cause right. Because they, they take her to the cabin to, like, help her kick her yeah, heroin addiction. To, yeah, they're trying to get her to uh, sober up or whatever. Yeah. Um... Yeah, let's see. Says, I could be totally says wrong, years though. later, 
David Allen and his girlfriend Natalie arrive at the cabin with their dog, Grandpa, where they meet his estranged younger sister, Mia, and her friends, Eric, a high school teacher, and Olivia, a nurse. The group plans to stay in the cabin while Mia overcomes her heroin addiction. So yeah, he's the sister of who we think is the main character for the longest time. Oh, okay. So we got a little bit of an alien situation there where we think we're following somebody else. And by the end, uh, Mia becomes the hero, much like uh, Ripley becomes the hero. Yeah, I never picked up on that. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's the first one possessed, I believe, in the movie. So, um, but yeah, man, what a what a remake! And uh, you know, before we dive into the other Evil Dead media forms, so you were asking earlier what my take is because you said Evil Dead Two is your favorite, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, initially we had a different idea for the Evil Dead episode where we were going to like rank the movies and then just kind of talk about the rest of the franchise as a whole. Um, Honestly, I think that, and I like all of them. So before I give my answer, I just want to clarify to everybody listening that I love every single entry (laughs) of any kind in the Evil Dead franchise. Um, But I honestly think I have to go with the original as my favorite. I do love Evil Dead 2, but there's something about the original that just has, it just sucks me in re-watching it because that opening scene with them driving in the car and the steering wheel like goes off and almost makes them crash. Um, right. And then just, you're what you're following this car as it's going up the, up the road to the cabin yeah. It's just it just pulls me back in every single time. And last October, well, I actually had the opportunity to see The Evil Dead, the original on the big screen for its 40-year anniversary. Um and it just it just sucks me back in every single time and I do love horror comedy, but I got a soft spot for just good old-fashioned horror and I think The Evil Dead is is one of the best, so if someone's asking me what my favorite is at this point in time, I would say the original. Yeah, I I mean I would say the same thing. But it's um, a diff- but it's a difficult decision, you know. It depends on which one I'm in the mood for because they're all so different. Yeah, and and in the original, um, the the swing just just banging against the side of the cabin against the porch. Yeah. Um, it's such a little thing, but it's so unsettling. It is. You're like, why is that doing that? (laughs) Yeah. So if Uh, I honestly, if I had to do like, if we were still going to do the ranking just for uh, shits and giggles, I would say right now, my ranking of the evil dead movies from my favorite to my least favorite would be at the top, The Evil Dead, the original, <clears throat> followed very closely by the remake, Evil Dead, then mm-hmm. Evil Dead 2 at number three, and then Army of Darkness at number four, I would say. Yeah. But I love all four of them. <laughs> if I rewatch well, Evil Dead 2 right now, I'd probably go, no, 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 that's my favorite. <laughs> and same yeah, thing with yeah, Army of Darkness. It's hard, too, because if you watch Army of Darkness, um, Again, it's a totally different movie. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
it's 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 fun and it's goofy just so um, over the top too yeah and that's that's the point they leaned into it um and i still love you know seeing him being like klatu verata nah, uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> I forgot about that scene. Yeah. What is the actual they, phrase, by the way? Is it Klata Varata Niktu? Klata Varata. Oh, Klatu Varata Niktu? Yes. Okay. Tongue twister right there. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because the wizard tells him like four times. <laughs> He's like, you got it he's like yeah i got it and he's like he's like yeah 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 i got it <laughs> and then he gets there and he's like um <laughs> oh that's amazing i gotta rewatch army of darkness now because i can t- yeah. i totally forgot about that yeah man yeah, good good stuff funny. all good all good entries into the franchise i could pop up and pop on any one of them any day and just be totally happy but movies are not the only shape that evil dead has taken over the years we um no man i think we so there was a there's some good games out there too video Um, games there's the tv show uh ash versus evil dead yeah ash versus evil dead man like yeah, so let's st- let's start there because I haven't seen Ash versus Evil Dead. So you wanna you wanna talk about that a little bit for maybe people that that haven't seen it? Yeah, it's um, it's really good. Um, they bring in some new characters, uh, which is cool, mm-hmm. and the new the new characters are great, um, and they definitely play into uh, Ash being old. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. So he wears like <laughs> he wears like a girdle, <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. Uh, but he, it's it's cool because he he knows that he's a badass. Yeah, because he because he kills deadites and fights demons and you know whatever. Um, but he's not like. Nobody notices him. He's not like a superhero. Yeah. Um, but he knows that he is. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> such I a br- shit all day long. That's such He's a Bruce like, Campbell I'm, role. I'm the one that, yeah. He's like, I'm the one that saves your asses. <laughs> um, and, you know, nobody pays attention to him. Um, yeah, I can't believe we never brought that up. That I mean, if nothing else, God bless the Evil Dead franchise and Sam Raimi for giving the world Bruce Campbell. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he is hysterical. Yes, he is. Um, one of one of my favorite parts of like the opening of the show, like the very first episode, is him strapping himself into his like girdle, uh, <laughs> which also which also includes his like shotgun mount. Of course. But he puts it but he puts it on and he's looking in the mirror and he's like he's like, Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so it's 
it's great because uh, in in the show, you know, he's as arrogant and you know blown up as uh, he can be, and uh, it's 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 just hilarious. He's awesome. just this, he lives in a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like he's not like Superman or anything. But he's sure. just <laughs> he knows he knows what's going on and he's saving the world. And I love it's, it. <laughs> it. It's funny as shit. It's really good. Hell yeah, yeah. I definitely got to get around to um, to watching that now. As I understand it, they they kept uh, the tone of the of the Deadites right for the show. Oh yeah. That's like oh, a little, yeah. mo- little more uh, return to form, maybe after the remake, a little more horror comedy. Yeah, it's very, um, it's a great mix um, between the horror and the comedy. Like, there's some really gory scenes, and there's some really like, um, there's some really scary ones. Uh, oh yeah, but it's cool. Uh, because uh, he always ends up making it funny, like always. at the end. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah. Um, but it's it's cool. They 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 did a really good job, and of course Sam Raimi directed this too. Oh, um, did he? Yeah, he did. Um, and so the the mix of the horror and the comedy. Uh, it's very well done. Very well done. Sweet, man. Yeah, I'll definitely have to uh, get on this sooner than later. I was trying to rewatch the movies uh, before diving in, because, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that the movies hold some type of canon to the show. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, pretty, much, uh, it pretty much picks off of where uh, Army of Darkness ends, okay. Uh, because because he finally you know kind of gets back to his own timeline, or gets back to the present. Um, gotcha. And then okay. It, it goes from there. So it starts with him uh, working at Smart. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> That's then it, funny. Uh, dude, and that's one of the best scenes ever. Is at the end of Army of Darkness he's got <laughs> at that, the at the supermarket. He, yeah, he's got that flintlock uh, shotgun, and he just jumps up and is just like wasting deadites. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, um, it picks up where he's still working at like S Mart, and then it goes from there. <laughs> It's pretty good. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so I couldn't... I was trying to look it up. I couldn't... Um, it doesn't say who specifically directed it, just because I guess when you get different episodes, you uh, you get various yeah, directors. Yeah, different ones. Yeah, but yeah. it does say, yeah, developed by Sam Raimi. I'm, yeah. Sam Raimi, Ivan Raimi, and uh, yeah. some other people. Um. Yep. Uh, also, think, so it was canceled think, after three seasons, but I guess it says in July 2022, Campbell confirmed that an animated revival is in active development. Yes, that's what I heard. Wow. That'll be interesting. Well, so he um, 
he directed a couple of episodes, um, and then his brother did a couple episodes, and then I believe Lucy Lawless did a couple of episodes. Oh, sick. Yeah. I mean, she, I know, well, she's in the show, so she's Yeah, I heard about that. I heard a lot of people throwing a lot of praise her way, which is cool. I love Lucy Lawless. I do too, man. Um, you want to talk about some freaking Xena warrior princess. <laughs> I, that's exactly what came to my mind. <laughs> I used to watch that when I was a kid. Yep. Quintessential nineties. Um, well, and that was Sam Raimi too. I heard about that. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Sam yeah, Raimi, Sam. Sam Raimi's had, uh, quite the career. I mean, obviously we can talk for hours about his, uh, his Spider-Man movies. Right. And then drag me to hell, obviously. Um, yeah. Very, very, uh, drag me to hell could almost be in the evil dead franchise. Uh, yeah, because the, be. the demons are so deadite in the way they act. I mean, I just, I shouldn't, but I laugh every time that the Lamia, well, no, I guess I meant to the Lamia, is dancing over the fire being like, ah, <laughs> it cracks me up every time. And then, you know, I guess, I guess we have another movie coming out later this year. Evil dead rise. Yes. Um, it's supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah. It says, uh, I haven't seen a release date for it yet. No, it's, it says, uh, and I'm looking at Wikipedia. So everybody take this with a grain of salt. Evil Dead Rise is scheduled to be released in the United States on HBO Max by Warner Brothers. Discovery Global Streaming and Interactive Entertainment in 2022. So, yeah. I'll look forward to that. We'll definitely have to do like a a weekend of release episode of that or something. And I heard Campbell was involved. I don't know if that means that he's in it. Um. Yeah, I was looking at the cast list briefly. I didn't see him right away, but he could be in there. I'm assuming that he's probably got like a cameo in there. Probably. Um, much it, like much like his Spider-Man cameos. Yeah, exactly. We uh um, which again, side note, some of my favorite Bruce Campbell moments ever <laughs> are those cameos. Where he's like oh, yeah. he's like the wrestling announcer for the first one. Uh yeah. then he's the the usher for the play for Mary Jane and Spider-Man two. Uh, yeah. And, and then, then, um, like when they're getting engaged yep. or whatever, the he's French the, waiter, he's the waiter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, Peter Bucca Parker. That's what I said. Bucca. <laughs> he's such a good actor. I just, I also love when he gets the engagement ring in his hand and just goes, puts up like a magnifying glass to his, I or something and just goes hello <laughs> he's yeah he is fantastic but um yeah we'll ha- we'll definitely have to do an episode or something uh and do a on the spot reaction or something to to evil dead rise because i'm definitely excited for that and um i guess the last form of medium that we're going to touch on but i'm sure the evil dead have made their way into comic books or <laughs> and graphic novels oh, yeah. and whatnot but I guess the last form of media we want to touch on for this episode would be the video games that we mentioned earlier. 
Yeah, there's there's been a bunch of them, um, which is surprising. Now, I'm not making this up in my head, right? There was an Army of Darkness video game? Um, I don't know if it was called Army of Darkness. Because I swear I remember seeing a video game with, like, the same cover. I don't remember. I, like, I don't think that it was called Army of Darkness. Now, I remember on PlayStation 2, there was an Evil Dead game. And then on it, I think it came out at the same time on uh, uh, the Dreamcast. Oh, man. Throwback. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know I had one of them. Um, But then... On the Xbox, there was Fistful of Boomstick, which that one was great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that maybe. One was I guess I am. Super good. No, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it was Fistful of Boomstick. But yeah. it, it looks so much like the Army of Darkness poster, I think, that I thought that it was Army of Darkness. And then I'm looking it up. There was Evil Dead Regeneration on PlayStation 2. Oh yeah, regeneration was really good. Yeah, so I never I never played any of those. Oh wait, there was a, an Army of Darkness game for the N64. Ooh. Um Army of Darkness N60 or Ar- Army of Darkness 64? I don't remember that one. Hmm. I never had a Nintendo 64, so I wouldn't know, but it's on here on Google. If wow. you if any listeners are chiming into this, uh definitely let us know about all the video games that have that have come out. <laughs> um but you know, we're talking about the video games and I don't think you've played this yet as we're recording this, but I actually have been uh fairly heavily into the latest video game of Evil Dead, Evil Dead the video game. Uh yes, I've heard about it. It is so good. <laughs> It is, uh, it's very much coming off the heels of that, that Friday the 13th video game, uh, or, or, uh, dead, mm -hmm, or dead by daylight. But the difference with those games is you can't really fight back against the monsters like, or Jason, um, you kind of just have to hide from them. This one, the evil dead video game is you absolutely (laughs) fighting back and picking up weapons and just go into town on some deadites. Nice. And they've got characters from Ash versus Evil Dead because uh, there was a girl in a purple shirt when I started playing the game. I'm yeah. like, who is that? <laughs> yep. She's from the TV show. Yep. Um. So yeah, you play, you can play. Awesome. What's that? I said she is awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, you play. You can play as any iteration of Bruce Campbell throughout the movies. Basically, um, they have the Army of Darkness um, Deadites in there. Um, which side note? They're still referred to as Deadites in Army of Darkness, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Just just checking because I haven't seen that in a while. Um, but yeah, you can play as all the characters, and basically the gist of the game is you guys go around um, a big open map and. Uh, you're trying to find 
uh, pieces of the map to lead you to the Kandarian Dagger and um, the Lost Pages of the Necronomicon. Nice. And then you have to conquer the territory, essentially, of where those are. And then you have to put them together. Um, I might be saying this out of order, but you then have to get those to where they need to be, and then you defeat the Dark Ones, and then you start the ritual of the book, sending all the all the Deadites back um, to where they came from. Cool. And you have to stop them from destroying the book, and you can play as the Deadites as well, so you can... When you play as them, you actually take on that point of view from the early Evil Dead films where it's like a, a first-person view going through the woods and knocking down the trees. Right. So it's very much in the spirit of the game and or of the movies, and it is so bloody. Very nice. Um, so yeah, if you've never played it, uh, everybody listening, and Jason, I'll just have to bring my Xbox over one of these days for, for you to, to play it because it is so much fun. Um, so yeah, if you haven't played Evil Dead, the video game, definitely go on out there and check it out and go back and play the older ones too as well. Um, but Jason, do you have any closing thoughts on Evil Dead, the franchise before we sort of wrap it up? Um, other than, I mean, I think it's, it's, as far as horror goes, like I think it's the most like diverse, absolutely serious, um, that has ever been like launched. Um, yep, you know because it it starts as a as a horror. They're really trying to get the horror aspect in there, yep. and then on the second one. They're like, okay, uh, this was kind of <laughs> cheesy. Mm-hmm. Let's lean into that, and they leaned into that, which was great. Yep. Um, and then with Army of Darkness and everything that they've done going forward, like it, it's just, uh, it's just this great mix of like horror and. Uh, comedy at the same time it just and and it works so well um, yeah absolutely you know it's just one second you're you're laughing and the other second you're like oh my god what just happened <laughs> um, yeah I uh, I don't think there there will be a lot of horror comedies to come that definitely do it well but I don't think anything will ever eclipse uh, Evil Dead as the horror comedy um of horror comedies for sure yeah and it's and, and it has a lot to do with bruce campbell i mean he's absolutely just, he's a fantastic actor um and he knows when to play it up and when to play it down and just you know play into the character and it's so good and you really really need to watch um ash versus evil dead because i think it's the the best of him for sure leaning leaning into that like it's so good yeah by the time Um, we by the time we come back uh because listeners you will hear us back on the podcast um 
hopefully in 2022, uh, hopefully we'll see that new Evil Dead Rise movie coming out um, at the end of the year or something like that, because we will do an episode on that. By that point, Absolutely. I definitely will have watched um, Ash versus Evil Dead. So um, yeah, I will definitely be getting on that for sure. And I think you hit the nail on the head with what I had to say about Evil Dead um, in terms of closing thoughts too, is that I think what has made it stand the test of time as a franchise is just its diversity, that every entry is something new, it's ever-changing, um, but it's all true to where it started. It's all true to its roots with the campiness and just the fun of, of the Deadites and, and Bruce Campbell and all the characters that they bring in. So happy to be uh, fanboying out with you, Jason, on Midnight Terrors talking about Evil Dead. Absolutely. Well, all right, listeners. Thank you guys for tuning into this. Um, as we wrap up here, I just want to throw out there... <clears throat> First off, thank you everybody for listening uh, to the episodes that we have so far. Um, we see the stats that some of you are listening, so we very much appreciate that. So we're not just two losers <laughs> on a podcast just talking to nobody um, except each other. But um, thank you guys for all the feedback that we've gotten. I saw we got a five-star review on Apple Podcasts recently where somebody gave us five stars and said that we were good stuff and, you know, just bros talking about all types of horror. And that's what we want it to be. We want to just make it a home for celebrating horror. We want to talk with you guys about it and uh, just have a good time. So leave us a review on Apple Podcasts um, or rate us on Spotify and let us know what you think because that definitely helps us out. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can on Instagram or Facebook, Midnight Terrors Podcast on both of them. Shoot us a message, leave us a comment, or um, I think we want to get an email up and running or something at some point where you can directly talk to us through that. And, uh, you know, let us know what you want to hear us talk about here on the podcast because we're having a blast doing it. We got more friends that we want to have join us on the show um, and if you would like to be a guest on the show too, hit us up and we'll definitely talk to you. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Jason, thank you for joining me for talking about Evil Dead and we will see you all listeners. Well, I guess we won't see you. Uh, we'll be back to uh, to uh, entertain you again next week. <laughs> <laughs>